Stop Horror Time contains graphic and explicit content. It may not be suitable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. What's your favorite scary movie? to be a cult like a cult classic if more people fucking saw it but it is on Hulu now so I'm really trying to push push for it so I'm, glad, I'm actually glad we're doing this because I kind of pulled this out of my ass when we were deciding what to watch yeah. so, what, what, <laughs> so what were your thoughts on it since this was your first time I was like like at the beginning when it, everything started kind of going off I was like mm-hmm. oh man these noises oh boy hmm. this is a lot to deal with um, but then it got better after after that passed uh, but yeah because like sometimes I'm just like if I watch a horror movie and just like certain noises will just get to me and I just can't do mm-hmm. it but um, thankfully they it passed pretty quickly so I was like okay we're good now um, and just all the characters are just so strange in their own own way and so to have them team up together to try to survive this um, outbreak this almost not even zombie outbreak it's just some kind of like they just have feral children on a murder God spree. Shit. <laughs> uh, so like, I guess one of the one, 
Yeah. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, yeah, that was just... One of the... Yeah. 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 <laughs> we can do this. They had, like, five different endings planned for this. The, the ending that they ended up with, they, like, actually got more money to go film it after they had screened it some places, which is cool. But they said that one of the ide- one of the ideas for an ending was they get to, like, a retirement home, and it's also affecting them. Like, is it, like, oh, it affects you if you've hit menopause, too, or something like that? Yes. <laughs> but yeah, it's, yeah, this is quite a cast. It's, it's Buck Wild. It's Elijah Wood, Allison Pill, Rain Wilson, Jack McBrayer, Nassim Pedrad, and then... Lee is in it, of course. Of course he is. deserves an Academy Award for what? his performance as Doug. Awards! Serial killer in the making. God. <laughs> He's so creepy! He's so very strange. Not, not even in, like, a great way. It's just kind of no. like, dude. No. Why is always the creepy teachers that teach sex ed? God. Yeah, really. <laughs> I really liked, um, yeah, the, the way all the characters come together and this is interesting and they all have their own little things going on, like, I do think it's funny that, like, the one person of color in this is the one that's, like, the weird ultra-conservative, like, gun nut in it, oh, but, um, God. <laughs> uh, but I also like, I really like, um, the whole, like, almost love triangle that happens in it. and I don't love love triangles but I like the way this one was handled because it is fucking stupid and like Elijah Wood's pathetic but he's supposed to be yeah and this film addresses that because it's like like Rain Wilson wasn't he's kind of a dick for I don't know like park uh, parking too close next to him but like god but he actually turns out to be like the leader of the pack and um uh, Rain Wilson I mean yeah he has some really good moments because he he was like the the high school football champion that stayed in his hometown to teach gym and everything and has some great moments with that. <laughs> Just like, I don't know the, the football phrase for it, but doing that like wrestling move with his arm to one of the kids. Is, oh my uh, god, yes. <laughs> god. Elijah was really funny in this too. Allison Pill, I absolutely love. Like, She's just good in everything. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. I love it. And I think the... I never watched Lost, but I think the crossing guard in this was in Lost. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, the, um... The, yeah, oh. Corey Garcia, he's in, he was in Lost, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So Something else I have to mention. So, yes. I mentioned that this was co-written by Ian Brennan. He also plays the vice principal in this. He's really, he's really funny. He's, like, acting principal for the day, and, like... Uh, the way they avoid the whole, like, because you know how horror movies now have to address, like, why someone wouldn't have a cell phone in this? It's the acting vice principal who's like, this is gonna be a no-phone zone, you know? Yeah. Compensates everyone's phones. Uh, but so this man is responsible for the Saw episode of Glee, and I need to acknowledge that. God. And we're just gonna go on a little tangent. So this means that Lee knows that there's a Saw episode of Glee. He has to, because he knows the man who wrote it and he worked has with him. To. But... For for folks listening, there is a got in the in the last season of Glee. So when they're just like fuck it, as if Glee wasn't like that before. There's a scene where two of the characters, you know, uh, Kurt and Blaine, you know, Clayne, they have since broken up. And <laughs> why am I blanking on her name? Who plays Sue? Oh my god. Oh um, it's shit. 
I know, I know who you're talking about. Jane, Jane, Jane Lynch. She. Yay. We're gonna get blasted for this. Um, she turns out to be like a huge like shipper of them, and locks them in an elevator and turns the heat up until they the, and then like a doll of her rolls out in the tricycle and is like, you guys can't leave until you make out. <laughs> God. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I was, like, I had stopped watching Glee long before this, but one of my friends like showed it to me who like watched the whole thing and she was like, you, you, you know there's a song at the sort of Glee, right? You have to sit me down. <laughs> Anyway, that's my tangent on that. I, it had it had to be mentioned. We want answers. So good. So, well, I know nothing like this exactly has happened, but there has been cases of um, contaminated food causing some wild symptoms and diseases, right? Oh, hell yeah. Like, the worst, the worst foodborne illness outbreaks in, like, recent U.S. history is what I decided to cover. So I'm not gonna do like every single one, but just like mm-hmm. some of the some of the, the the really like holy shit ones. Yeah. Um, so there was the listeria infections that started in 1985 all the way up to 2011, uh, and in 1985 it was in a product called by Jalisco. It was in cheese. Uh, 142 people fell ill and 28 people died. Uh, and then in 1998 to 1999, uh, there were hot dogs that had been contaminated all, like, just, like, serially deli meat. It was, like, nine brands and shit like that. And it, uh, spread from Bill Maher's food manufacturing plant in Zeeland, Michigan. So, like, a hundred people across 24 states, uh, got sick and, like, 14 adult deaths happened and then, like, four people miscarried. So, I know. (laughs) And then in 2002, Pilgrim's Pride turkey meat caused a widespread outbreak of listeria in Pennsylvania, New York, New Jersey, Delaware, Maryland, Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Michigan. So, the Northeast was in a big trouble at that point. Uh, Seven adult deaths and three stillbirths resulted from this listeria outbreak. And the latest one happened in 2011 uh, with... Uh, cantaloupes. They were contaminated. Uh, it was traced back to Jensen's Farms packing facility near Holly, Colorado. There was a total of 147 people who got sick and 33 of them passed away from this. So, like, I truly, that would be, like, the worst way to go is that you accidentally ate a contaminated cantaloupe and then you you kicked it. So, like... That's the way to go. <laughs> that's the way to go. God. So... Then we move on to, of course, the one that's, like, always talked about. Like, if you eat raw cookie dough, you're going to get salmonella. So, mm-hmm. back in 2009, uh, the Peanut Corporation of America, otherwise known as the PCA, experienced a salmonella outbreak. And according to the CDC, 714 people got sick and 9 people died. And they did a recall of over 3,600 peanut butter products, uh when that happened, and they are also a company who is now bankrupt. So, justice served, I guess. And, (laughs) (laughs) I guess so. Uh, In 
2011, Cargill uh, recalled 36 million pounds of ground turkey when it suspected the meat may have been contaminated with an antibiotic-resistant strain of salmonella. It caused at least one death and about 136 illnesses across 34 states. Uh, and the last two are actually really really close. Uh, 2013's Foster Farms Chicken, speaking of cooties, mm-hmm. uh, they, were su- that well. <laughs> they were suspected of infecting a total of 634 people with salmonella. It spread across 29 states and Puerto Rico, but this one had no deaths. Uh, the company issued a voluntary recall on all Foster Farms brand chicken products, and they assumed that they got that all straightened out. And then 2015, the Mexican cucumber struck with 907 people getting sick in over 40 states. Uh, This resulted in the hospitalization of more than 200 of those people and six deaths. Uh, The cucumbers were distributed by Andrew and Williamson Fresh Produce, and the company had to issue two separate recalls. So this one's also... Yeah. You just can't eat anything. No. Just don't eat. It's not even like, oh, avoid meat. It's like fucking cucumbers and... Yeah. What was it? Last year it was a form of lettuce, like romaine lettuce that was poisoning people. Oh, yeah. Um, and the last one that was, that's pretty uh, prevalent uh-huh. is uh, Escherichia coli outbreak, so there's known as E. coli. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 1993, uh, Jack in the Box hamburgers, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of uh, meats, because uh, Kate just had some the other night. Um, some jack-in-the-box. Uh, there were four people- You dragged me, jeez. Tell <laughs> the whole world. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with eating a jack-in-the-box. It's just- Just don't go into the jack-in-the-box. It's because weird people are there. It's true. Every jack-in-the-box is weird. <laughs> so, four people in Washington and California died from eating contaminated meat from jack-in-the-box, and hundreds of other customers also fell ill. It caused a national panic and nearly resulting in the end for the fast food chain, and the outbreak is actually what led to a stronger government regulations of food handling. And then we fast forward to 2006, where Dole Baby Spinach and Taco Bell fast food both had E. coli outbreaks. Uh, the uncooked spinach was reported in 26 states, where three people died and 31 suffered kidney failure, and 205 people recorded cases of diarrhea and dehydration. So Dole had to recall all of its bagged spinach from shelves across the country, and investigators believe that the contamination may have originated from a cattle ranch that leased land to a spinach farmer. And in, in December of 2006, Taco Bell's uh, fast food affected 71 customers across five states, and eight people developed kidney failure, and 55 people were hospitalized, which was also linked to a contaminated lettuce from California, and so those states enacted stricter standards for handling lettuce. And then you might have heard about this recently of Chipotle Mexican grilled fast food with their E. coli <laughs> outbreaks. Uh, I still went, baby. I still went. Still, <laughs> there was no one there. It was great. Ride or die. Uh, about 55 people in 11 states became ill after eating at the restaurant during the initial outbreak. Uh, there were 22 reported hospitalizations and no deaths. And then the second outbreak for that fast food chain, uh, five people became ill from a different strain of E. coli. So there was no, uh, it wasn't the same thing, and there was also no confirmed case for either outbreak. So, <laughs> truly, just, <laughs> just eat whatever you want. It doesn't matter anymore, does it? Just, just, just literally fuck it. Everything's out to kill you. That's what we're trying to say. <laughs> eat the chicken nugget. <laughs> Eat it. Eat I, it. 
I, this is probably the wrong response, but I was the every time I watch this movie, I crave chicken nuggets afterwards. God, yeah, the, the, you'll either crave it or you'll never want to touch one again. Yeah, <laughs> the power that has. I have a friend who became a vegetarian after watching Saw three because of the pig scene. Oh my god! <laughs> she was just like, "That's it. <laughs> that did it. The power of cinema. Cinema." Truly really on it. It's the third. It's come to the third portion of this podcast. Of is it? Is it? Does is? Does is this movie gay? Um. This no. <laughs> well, I mean, it technically is. Um. Just, we can talk about the way it's handled because there is a gay character in this, but it's literally kind of just handled as a punchline, kind of like the way oh yeah. in um in Pitch Perfect where like the whole joke is that, is that like. I bet that character's a lesbian, and at the end she's just like, yeah, I'm gay, and that's it. That's the payoff. So yeah. in this, in this, you know, this is a, what, they're in Indiana? Um, so it's like a... Yeah, I think so. It's kind of like a small small town, and Jack McBrayer's character keeps making these jokes, and they're like, oh, I love my partner's balls. And it's like, my tennis partner! <laughs> All that kind uh-huh. of stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah, real funny. <laughs> and uh-huh. then at the end, when they're all, like, preparing to go into battle. They're like, I'm ready, I'm ready. He's just like, I'm gay! And like, first of all, move. <laughs> but second and of all... And was like, I knew it! Like, I do think it's hilarious, but at the same time, like, is that... That's it, huh? That's all we get! <laughs> Thanks! Awesome. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> thank you. I just wanted to address that, because... <laughs> Thank you from the scraps. That's like probably it. what I would say before fighting feral zombie children too, to be honest. So you know what what can I even say? That's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> so yeah, you can't say no because this literally has a gay character. Sorry. It does have a gay character. Sorry to break I'm so. sorry to break it to you. Anything <laughs> you wanna add? Um I think you covered it quite well actually. <laughs> <laughs> Like honest to God, I did I did forget about that for a second because <laughs> I was just too. It was just everything was so wild. I'll be real with you at the time. And then okay, well, I have to give props to like the kids that were like okay, uh, that were like they were okay for the like the entirety of the movie and like oh, they were surviving because yeah. they were so good. Oh yeah, what's a, what was the kid's name? The little boy, the boy. Did I? Have... Oh, did you write his name down? We just forget names all the time. I never it's remember fine. names. That's why I try to write them down, but I did not do that for this. So Calvin. Calvin. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So. Yes, Cal- so yeah. So Calvin isn't affected because he was studying in the library because he's a cute little boy, <laughs> and um, the the girl had that, that's how they find out it only affects you um, if you have it at puberty is because she had her menses as du- creepy Doug would put it. Yeah, it's uh, I think it was Tamara. I think was yeah, the yeah, yeah, girl. Yeah. Oh my god! I just <laughs> holy shit! What? Hayden Christensen was an executive producer on this movie. He sure was. I can't. What? I always forget that, and then I see his name in the credits, and it's like Beyonce, Hayden Christensen. <laughs> There's a, a lot to unpack with this movie. Yeah, I just so much to unpack. I just, I really hope it gets more of a following, because, like, it, it has such a, like, I love horror comedies in general, and they're really hard to sell, and I think that's why this didn't do well. Like, when I first saw it, it was at 
you know, the arc light in Hollywood with, like, a bunch of horror nerds, so we all had a great time, but then it, it didn't yeah. really catch on, and it has a really, like, weird humor. It's very quotable. Too bad I quote it and no one knows what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> like, take me to Subway sometime. <laughs> like, come on. Boy, it's a scorcher out there. Unreasonably warm. <laughs> yeah, that's my, uh... Yeah, gotta have conversations. That's my two young cuties. Normal conversations. Oh yeah, Doug God. is reading a book. This is how to have conversations. Honestly, I, I, it's kind of scary how much we relate to Doug. But we'll, we will get into that. Just like awkwardly, like standing in each scene, like hovering and trying to be part of a conversation, yeah. laughing at the wrong time. We're like, oh yeah, that's me. <laughs> God. Got the mood. <laughs> Um, but no, yeah, I think it's a fun movie. I don't know if I'll ever eat chicken nuggets again. Oh no! I have to see. I have to see. I'm sorry. So I was just like, oh man, just look, just examine every chicken nugget before I even like bite it. I mean, the it's pretty obvious. The one, the one the girl eats is has this like black ooze, and I think she just doesn't give a shit. So yeah. If it's this strain, it would be avoidable. Just don't eat a black chicken nugget, or unless it's supposed to be like that. Like that's like like a Chinese chicken or something that's black. But they don't make nugs out of that. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, just don't eat them. <laughs> <laughs> don't eat nugs unless you want to. But definitely watch Cooties and tell your friends about it. And it is streaming. Yes. It's streaming on Hulu right now. Mm-hmm. It's it's fun time. And just, I forget how tiny Elijah Wood is until he's standing oh, yeah. next to everybody else. Did you like the little Hobbit <laughs> joke? The little Hobbit joke in there. I was like, yeah, yes. that was ad libbed. <laughs> my God. Guess why? <laughs> it's like, oh my God. <laughs> just bring up the Hobbit. So. <laughs> Do it. Do you want to wind down? No, yeah. Yeah, let's wind <laughs> yeah. down. <laughs> Got too excited to wind down. I got too excited. So what have you been uh, reading, watching, do what you've been doing? Did I to? talk about Peeping Tom last time? I can't remember. I don't think you did. Okay. Cool. So I watched Peeping Tom because I'm trying to watch more of the fundamentals of horror that I haven't seen. And it's considered one of the first uh, slashers. It's from 1960. It's this British film about this, like, um, cameraman who, uh, like, is... He's obsessed with death and a filming death and con- um, conceals his murder weapon in the the leg of his tripod so that he can, like, film while he's killing. He's killing women, of course. You gotta kill women. God. <laughs> and I feel like they cast this guy by being like, okay, this is the 60s and Peter Lorre's old, but we want Peter Lorre. So, this guy! Because <laughs> he's really fucking creepy and sounds exactly like Peter Lorre. <laughs> like, he was German, I think. But yeah, I really liked the style of it, and I can see how influential it was as a movie. I also uh, rewatched House on Haunted Hill, which is a banger. I did the math for what, because the, the price for House on Haunted Hill, if they spend the night in a spooky house with Vincent Price, which I would do for free, but the, yes. <laughs> the price for that was $10,000 back in 1959, I did the math, and that's over $80,000 now. And I'm like, oh, yeah. So, like, I don't blame these people. <laughs> oh, my God. That movie's funny, yeah. too, because it's nothing Nothing actually... I always forget that nothing's actually haunted in it that we know of. Like, it's all... 
It's all a ruse. It's all people. It's just a husband. The, the girls are fighting. It's just a, two people who want a divorce really badly. <laughs> Have you seen it? What have you been watching? Um, I have been. I'm on. The, I'm watching the terror halfway hey. through. Where is it's going? <laughs> I, it's a lot. Yeah, it's like, a lot. Oh my god, it's it's a lot to. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it's so good and like Jared Harris. Jared Bear. <laughs> Jared Bear on it. Um, and just, like, he's, like, doing so much. Like, he literally went on this voyage to, like, keep the girl that he wants to marry his uncle safe because, like, he he just wants to marry her so much. And I was just, like, <laughs> relatable. Boy. Uh, because he's so good. And, like, um, the guy who played uh, Quirrell in the first Harry Potter movie is also in there, uh, which I was, like, I'm glad he's getting work again. I didn't even know he was in. I didn't recognize him at first. Um, so, and then Toba, Tobias Mendez, who was in Outlander, and I think he's just really good at playing asshole characters or something, or just kind of like the characters that just make you kind of just go, like, just, uh, Which one is he? Is he the gay? He's... I'm not... Oh, there's a lot of assholes they, They're starting show, to blend so together know. at this point. I can't remember who's gay. Um, he was, he's one of, like, the captains. He was the one that arrived at the hole where one of the, where the bear took, uh, Captain John down into. <laughs> down. So. Now that's the, okay, that's, he's down. I love the show, but that's the problem is I do I, I still can't, I'm halfway through and I can't even recognize half the characters because it's just a bunch of white guys and I'm like, who are you? I know Jared Harris and the gay man I on the ship because I'll put my time into that. And the doctor. Yeah. I think he's cool. The doctor's cool. Yeah, the doctor's cool. All that vision that the guy in the first episode had of, like, with the, like, he was, I don't even know if he was hallucinating or, but he was probably, but he was the, seeing that, like, guy standing in the corner with almost looked like a weird bison mask or something. Ooh. And I was like, if I saw that in the corner of my room where I was, I would flip shit. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, it is fun because I mean, it is, like, very grounded and, like, these are real problems that you would have if you, you know... We're just stranded on, on the fucking frozen wasteland, but then it's like, oh no, there's also just like this giant bear eating you, and you're like, oh, I'm okay. And, like, it gets yeah. real so fast. Yeah, and like he walks on two legs, sometimes four. It's <laughs> for so him. weird looking. <laughs> and it's like it's a, it's an actual uh, legendary spirit mm. of the native people where they mm. are sailing. And it's just, I'm just that one that one face of the girl like looking at the computer with her eyes just like huge, every episode, <laughs> and it always ends when I least expect it. And then I'm like, oh shit, that was an hour. Yeah. It's so good, and I just I can't wait to also watch the second season. Um, and I'm also I'm I finished my Columbine book, uh, and now I'm reading In the Devil's Snare, which talks about the Salem witch trials. Mm. Um. And this uh, this is a, it's written by a woman author, uh, and it a goes woman. really into yeah, <laughs> I love it, uh, and it goes really into like detail about just like the background of just when everything started happening in the timeline and um, 
Of course, most of the, like, governing body is men. Like, mm-hmm. that doesn't change. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it's so strange, like, to read about this stuff. Because I just thought people were just going, she's a witch. Like, you know, with Monty Python, she turned me into oh a newt and I got better. <laughs> no, it was just one of the many ways men try to have power over women and be sexist assholes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God. But it's, it's, I haven't gotten too, too far into it, but it's good. Um, it's really good so far, so I'm enjoying it. Uh, but other than that, not, not much else has been watching. Um, I'm trying to get on Chernobyl. Oh! We have to talk about Sweet Smell of Success, because you made me watch that this week. It's not horror-related, for sure. I know, but I we're winding down. I made Sweet Smell of Success. I Because that is so... Like, I immediately, like, the next day after Kate showed me Sweet Smell Success, like, we went to Amoeba, and I found it in the Criterion section, and I was like, but! I'm so proud. God. It's so good. It's so, ah. If you haven't seen it, it has Tony Curtis and Burt Lancaster being absolute gays, and it's great. (laughs) God bless. I mean, more happens than if a no, that's a good log. Like, I, I don't want to talk, like, too much about the plot, because I might give stuff away, and I don't want to, but just, like, this is definitely a couple that broke up and then, like, has been on that edge of, will they, won't they, get back together kind of deal that happens. There's a couple that but, breaks up, like, every other week, and people can't tell, like, oh, are they, are they fighting or <laughs> God, The girls yes. are fighting! <laughs> They're fighting! God. <laughs> what if we kissed <laughs> the newspaper signage of the uh, you know, remember that meme that I was telling you about which one the JJ um, the what if we kissed under the uh, portrait oh. of JJ JJ Eckelberg JJ Eckelberg get you in JJ it's like it's, it's like his, like, his, uh, like, the top half of his face with, like, no. the glasses going over the edge, and I'm just like, this reminds me too much of that great Gatsby meme. Uh, of the eyes on the billboard. God. Um, but it was so good, and I had a fantastic time watching it, so if you haven't seen it, you should watch it and love it just as much as I do. Mm-hmm. Now with Kate and Sydney, and we, there are three of us! <laughs> three! Dozens. Oh, wait, maybe more. Yeah. There are dozens oh, yeah, of not us. horror-related, but I always have to fit Tony Curtis into this somehow. Somehow. We have to. Okay. So, yeah. Oh, so, important, important announcement in the Where Can People Find You section of this is that I have changed my Twitter handle. Whoa! Can Sarah Lance is no more. She's still my wife, but I wanted something that's more about me, and so it's now Dyke Madden, so you can find me on Twitter there. <laughs> you can still find me, like, my name's still Gay Mafia, so you can find me through that, probably. That's what more people yes. know me as, is just Gay Mafia at this point, so. I didn't think it was that big of a deal. Yeah. <clears throat> Where can people find the show? We can find us on Twitter and Facebook. We are at Stop Horror Time Pod on Facebook and uh, Horror Time Pod on Twitter. We also have a website on WordPress. It's stophorrortime.wordpress.com until we can officially have enough money to host it without having to keep WordPress in the title. (laughs) Uh, And if you ever want to contact us, like, by email, we have stophorrortime at gmail.com. 
Uh, so if you ever want to tell us a movie that you'd like us to cover, or if there's any movies you'd like us to see that we haven't heard of before, um, just anything, uh, you can contact us there. And I'm also on Twitter at LMDesigns there. So you can hit us up anytime. We'll probably be able to contact you almost immediately because we're never off the internet. And please rate and review us on our Apple Podcasts. Yes, wherever you listen Please. to your fave podcast, if they allow it, just tell them how you think about us. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye! Bye!